all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and we are live in the Kiss Room, broadcasting worldwide and directly to you on my co-radio. It's September. Time to get off the beach, back to class, back to work, back into the Kiss Room. We're going to be talking freedom to rock. We'll be talking about the upcoming New Jersey Kiss Expo. And we'll be sharing some exclusive tracks like this one, recorded during the acoustic set in Allentown on September 1st, presented directly to you from my cell phone, right here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
the crowd goes wild. Now, look, you didn't know that you were going to get to hear me singing along with Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons on a Friday in the kitchen. We were like the backup singers. Now, look, anybody that knows, that was actually, we're going to talk a lot about this during the show. Obviously, if you follow me on Facebook, you follow Bob on Facebook, you saw a lot of fun. We all saw Kiss in Allentown last week. And that song, actually, I recorded that with my cell phone. That was the the acoustic show that they did right before Unbelievable. We're going to talk a lot about that. But first, before we go any further, on the phone, I have our friend Ralph Asbury. Ralph, are you there? I am here. Fantastic. Now, I know, Ralph, a lot of people are excited because you have some announcements about the New Jersey Kiss Expo. Fill us in. That I do. I'm excited as well. You know, uh, Kiss Expos are something that I've been doing since I was in high school. You know, and over the years, I've, I've... been involved in different facets with different versions of the show with different promoters and all kinds of stuff. Um, with the current uh, regime, uh, the, the uh, promoters who have been handling the New Jersey Kiss Expo uh, for the past uh, quite a few years now, uh, you know, I've been friendly with them for, for a long time and uh, kind of a fly-on-the-wall consultant-type silent, not partner, but friends of the family kind of thing. Um, and this year, I'm actually helping out on a little bit more of uh, a, an official um, official role, uh, if you will. Um, so we got some cool stuff coming up. I'm going to uh, fill you in on some of the guests. Of course, we know Eric Singer's coming, and we know Bruce Kulick's coming. Nice. Uh, in addition to uh, to those guys, which are fantastic, uh, we're going to have the lovely and talented Lydia Chris. Wow. Uh, she's going to be bringing her, her book, Sealed with a Kiss. Uh, she'll be signing that, telling stories, meeting with the fans, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it'll be great to see her again. Um, we also have uh, a buddy of mine uh, by the name of Rob Conti. Uh, Rob has worked in various capacities in the Kiss world, comic books, uh, re-releases of their albums uh, and all kinds of different stuff. He's got some new things coming up that he's going to announce at the show, uh, both Kiss-related and otherwise. Um, so it'll be cool to see Rob. I've known Rob for a lot of years. He's a really good guy, very talented guy. Um, and the one that I'm uh, most excited about uh, is uh, a gentleman by the name of Mark Montague is coming to the show. Uh, that if that name sounds familiar, it's because he was in the band Chris with Peter Chris right, right. Uh, back in the day uh, in the 90s, and he toured and wrote and performed with Peter. Uh, he's got a new book that is uh, coming out, and the name of that book is Let the Cat Out of the Bag. Oh. So he's going to come and uh, talk about his, uh, his journey down the road with the cat man. And that's going to be uh, quite an experience. And Mark is a good guy too. He's, uh, you know, again, very talented musician, and uh, he's got some cool stories. That's fantastic. I know Eric Tato Rock's car. Obviously, he posted he was going to be there. If anyone wants their picture with uh, Tato Rock's in his Eric Car makeup, right? Billy McGuffey has posted that he's going to be doing artwork there, which obviously he's super talented. So I know he's going to be on display. Billy's work is so awesome. So awesome. Now, one thing we can announce, now I don't know the exact time, but uh, we've been working on this for a while, that we're going to actually do a live broadcast of the Kiss Room from the Expo. So I really, I've been kind of sitting on... things, man. Make it interactive. The Kiss Room is going to be there live broadcasting. 
And look, you know, lots of radio shows and, and, and things come in through the expos all the time. They record stuff, they put them out later, and that's really cool. But it's really special that you guys are going to be there. You're going to be talking to fans. You're going to be live on the air right from the show. And that's, you know... Live is a lot of what KISS is all about. I think the energy is going to be fantastic. Well, you know, I'm really excited because I think one of the things when I started this show, it was really about the fact that the people that you walk next to in the hallway, you see them at the store or whatever, you don't necessarily even know them until you look over and they got a KISS shirt on. And then, of course, you give each other a fist bump. Hey, man, it doesn't matter. You can be walking around, you know, the supermarket, but you see somebody else with a KISS shirt, they see your KISS shirt. Kiss Expo, the whole thing, it's a gathering of the tribes now. Everybody gets together, and it's so much fun. And what I really want to do is just kind of have the microphones there. I want to meet everybody and get them to tell their Kiss stories live on the Kiss Room from the Expo because there's uh, not a better a vibe than when you're at that. Same thing with and We're going to talk about this a lot, obviously, when we're at the show. Everybody gets together. Nobody stands there with their arms crossed complaining this and that and the other. Everybody's right. having a good time. And that's what the expo is all about. I think meeting Absolutely. all the people. Like right now, we got people tuned in all over the planet. Some of them are going to be close enough to be in New Jersey on October 9th for the New Jersey Kiss Expo. Some of you might be in Edinburgh, Scotland, and you're going to get to join the fun via the Kiss Room live on Sunday, October 9th. I'm jazzed about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll know the time when we figure out, you know, what time the Q&A and things like that, because I don't want to interfere, obviously, you know. We don't want to have to compete with, uh, you know, a Bruce Kulick Q&A because he'll outdraw me right. all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, well, man. you know, those things are being worked out now. And as soon as we have a schedule down and we have an idea of where everybody's going to be at what time, ah, we'll be able to let okay. everybody know. Uh, you know, and that'll, that'll be fantastic. And everybody can visit njkissexpo.com for tickets and all that kind of businessy end of the information. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's located at the, uh, the Somerset Bridgewater Hotel, which used to be the Crown Plaza years ago <laughs> okay. in Somerset, New Jersey. Right. Yep. And uh, years ago, the Kiss Expo did take place there. So we're actually returning to that venue, which nice. is pretty cool. They had to fix the garage like two years ago because Beetlefest had to get moved out of there because it collapsed. <laughs> but <laughs> I, here... I, think, I think everything's all up to snuff. Oh, uh, okay. There I, you go. I got a, somebody just sent a question to me via uh, Facebook. Uh, right. Band entertainment. What are we seeing? What are we hearing? We are. Uh, we're working on details. Um, I don't know just yet what's confirmed and what's not. So I, I don't want to speak out of turn here. <laughs> uh, but it will be a rip roaring uh, good time for everybody. I'm hearing a little, seeing a little, pro, a little. Uh, It'll mm, be a, a rip roaring rock and roll show. Can well, I it's say half that? part of ESP, I half of I Union. Didn't say there. That. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're seeing a little ESP, Which, a little, you know. You know, we will have half the revenge line up there. Yes. If there's any chance they could get up and maybe jam, you know, mm. hey. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Ralph, Stranger we're looking at you, have, pal. Uh, <laughs> things have happened. Like I had said earlier, I, you know, Kiss Expos are something that I've been going to uh, since I was in high school. And, and uh, I'll share a funny, funny, quick story with you. When I was a senior in high school, um, uh, I went to my first KISS Expo. Now, back then, this is pre-Rothman Center. Wow. Uh, this, was at the, uh, this was in Sea Caucus at the Crown Plaza. Okay? And I didn't know before then that KISS Expos conventions back then uh, existed. 
you know. Um, but there was a little rock and roll shop in town where I grew up in New Jersey, and it was owned by a gentleman named Richie Rano, who actually was the promoter of the Kiss Expos. And we used to go there after school. He had jeans, monster boots in the, you know, in the uh-huh. showcase inside the store. And we'd go there and gawk at all that stuff. Now, I didn't know he was the guy who put the show together. You know, so I see this flyer and I, you know, I, I grab this flyer and I go home and I'm looking at it. It says there's going to be a tribute band. I don't know what a tribute band is in 1991, <laughs> right? Wow. So I, I'm, I have no clue what, to, what is a tribute band, when are they playing, who's going to be there, what, what's the deal, how does it work? So I, so I call the phone number on the flyer, and Richie answers the phone. I don't know who Richie is. I don't know Stars. He was the guitar player in Stars. Sure. You oh, know, yeah. uh, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that stuff at this point in time, right? So I call him up, and I'm a dumb kid, and I'm asking him, what, what's a tribute, a tribute band? Are these guys going to be in makeup? What time are they playing? Are they going to be walking around during the show? Are we going to be able to take pictures of them? Are we, and this guy is just like, dude, what is wrong with you? Just come to the show and have a good time. That's awesome. You know? And for, you know, for years and years and years, you know, I, I would obviously remember that as I became more familiar with the Expo <laughs> scenario. And stuff. And just a few weeks ago, I, I actually, and I know Richie very well now, you know, uh, and I went to see him perform uh, upstate New York uh, a little earlier in the summertime. And uh, I, I had never shared that story with him that I was that putsy kid who called him up asking him all the stupid questions about the convention. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a kick out of that. That was fun. Well, you know, it's funny because in a lot of ways, when you talk about those early 90s, the conventions have changed so much. I mean, those early Absolutely. expos, it was like Christmas Day because you yeah, couldn't yeah. find the stuff anywhere. You'd walk in and you'd find, you know, every magazine and poster and record and, and in those early days bootlegs right. and i'll say that really quiet because now you're not allowed to have it but i mean at the time it was like and you could go through your money in 10 seconds and there was every imported cd but now i think really for me the fun thing is like i said you go and meet everybody everybody yeah, it's, right. it's kind of that gathering point where everybody right. who's friends on facebook you go you know hey look i'll meet you there and you get to meet everybody that was like i said even the fun thing with the kiss uh, the kiss show the other day you know you walk out to people that you know from their tiny little profile picture and it's hey you're live in 3d so groovy I dig me. So it's nice. The, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you really, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I really want to get in there and it's so nice to talk to everybody. And I mean, it's obviously, it's fun to hear, especially the Q and A's, you know, it's, right. it's funny. A couple of years ago, they had, um, Jr. and Eddie Belandis were the guests and they were talking right. and, and you get to hear those stories, you know, and this is before everybody had a podcast. So obviously a lot of those exactly. stories were things you only got at the expos. And I love it. I've always had a, a real, a real kind of space in my heart for the Kiss Expos. Right? Yeah, they're always lots of fun. And you know, on the on the, on the topic of bootlegs, uh, <laughs> for, 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 for those of us who, who who were around back in those days, you know, some of us may be aware of this, and some some may not. I, I know things because of working with certain you know scenarios, but um, you know, the bootlegs were a big thing for the business end and there there was there is this like secret code amongst the vendors of, about who was even allowed to sell them uh, right you know, it, was, it was almost it was almost like the thieves code <laughs> you know, <laughs> going going on with the you know with the with the videos and the concerts and stuff back then you know but as you said things are so different now you know expos are a thing now where back then it was only select things that had 
certain kinds of fan bases could sustain these events. Star Trek, Star Wars, Kiss, things like that. You know, um, and, and, you know, nowadays it's a, it's a little more common for, you know, for things like meet and greets and, you know, right. photo ops and stuff like that. But I think the KISS Expos are still, are still special, and they're still uh, very much a, a more connected event to the people who, who attend them. You know, you can, you can meet somebody for the very first time at these things, and it's like your best friends, like instantly. You know? Absolutely. Like, like you've known each other forever. Well, and especially it's, it's now great. because everybody's connected. Like, you know, you can say, hey, find me on Facebook yeah. and then you keep in touch. You know, if you listened right. earlier to Harem, you know, we had one of these one of these young ladies that we met at the Kiss show called in to talk all about herself. Yeah, and Ms. it was Rachel fun because, Duffy. you know, it was just like one of those things where, you know, you make these connections, you know, with just talking to people. And even it's funny, I think of the Kiss Expos, you think of how many years they managed to land like Ace was there, Peter was there. You know, I met Bruce Kuhl. Like, you know, the fact that you have Bruce and Eric Singer both going to be at this expo along with Lydia Chris that's pretty fantastic right so right. yeah so that's good stuff so what we want to do is everybody where, where should they go to follow njkissexpo.com absolutely you can get you know all the all the information will be there uh, we got a little bit of a scoop on those guests those aren't up yet they'll be up tonight but now you know you heard it here first Whoa, that's, you know, that's so, awesome so uh, njkissexpo.com is where they'll be announced tonight. But all the current info, uh, advanced tickets, and all that kind of stuff, you can get directly from the web. Do get oh, wait, oh, a little it up. bit cheaper. And, wait, oh. you know. You so, broke up. So, you know, you know, we were losing you for a second. You must be going through a tunnel. But the, can uh, you hear me now? There you go. I can hear you now. <laughs> and okay. uh, So, yeah, I mean, really, that's the nice thing. We're really looking forward to that. Obviously, everybody stay tuned in the uh, Kiss Room Facebook and the thekissroom.com so we figure out when we're going to be live so everybody right. can be part of it. It's going to be a blast. So Absolutely. It's going to be a good time. And I, I, I'll be there, so everybody stop by and say hello. Uh, if you have my Prophecy album and you ask me to sign it, you'll get a cookie. Now, what so, are you charging for a meet and greet with Ralph? Me? Uh, <laughs> mostly cookies. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll tell you what, it's funny. I'm going to take us into a song. You know, we talk about bootlegging and, and how back in the day everybody would sneak things in this and that and the other. I'm going to play you a song now that we uh, also heard when we were at but the Allentown uh, pre-show for Kiss. And this was actually recorded with Bob's phone. So everybody out there, you know, obviously you can go to the Kiss Expo because you can add things to your collection. And if that'll give you a good idea what song this might be, <laughs> your collection. Ralph, thanks a million. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, guys. We'll see you at the Expo. Yeah. Thanks, pal. And we're going to add com. this. See you then. We're going to add this song to your collection.
screaming yeah that's how you know it's real now here's the thing you want to talk about an exclusive the fact was you don't have you've never heard that copy of that before because that was recorded with bob's phone and as we were listening back to it he says to me you can tell we were standing right in front of gene because it's all bass that's not a mix out of some board no. or anything that's literally from bob's phone and it really is the age that we live in because when you think about it Back in the day, you know, if you had a recording of them doing a song like that, that would have been kind of rare. Everybody there oh, had a phone. Oh, you had to carry this little tape player strapped to your waist. <laughs> so and, if you, you were know, one of the people there, you might have heard that. But if not, look, we just took you inside to the meet and greet. I'm going to take a couple seconds. I just want to give a bunch of shout outs that we got more people listening than almost ever before today. Um, these people actually shared the link for me, and I appreciate it. Candy Burton, yeah. Mikhail Burel, and he actually posted a Kiss Room Friday post picture with his Kiss Room shirt. Kenneth Roy, Chris Hartman from Almost Human, Don King, Brandis Saunier. Hopefully you got the computer viruses cleaned up. <laughs> Donna Crowley, who likes the energy of the Kiss yes! Room. Candice Rule, Mike Rule from Iron Fist. We get a song from Iron Fist coming up. Joe Cimbelli out of Detroit Rock City. Greg Johnson, Chris Ann Colvin, Lisa Burgoon, Dottie Jones, Allison Ballack, Brian Deal, Manny Velades, Tim Dodge, Brandon Castle, Chris Caram. Joe Laskin, I always say your name wrong, Brian Speck, Cameron Duty, who's on his way to see Kiss right now, Harry Aww. Podell, Andrew Jacobs, Corey Costa, Dottie Jones, Bill Downey, Britton Mitchell from the Kiss Cosplay Group. In fact, he tagged me today in the picture of me as Dizzy the Wizard, which I love so much. Chris Ann, <laughs> or Cheryl Ann from the Kiss Army East Coast shared the link. Chris Cruz, Lori Georgievich, who gives Paul Stanley roses every time. Jerry Lee Watkins from Rock and Roll Over, Craig Cohen out in Vegas, Rock City, Michael Cavaccini, Bob McMichael, Ruben Soto, Ewan Ballantyne, Trevor McDougal, Mike Moon, Mike Henry from the Time to Grow Up People show here on Monaco Radio, Dean John, who's working on a cool elder show in Melbourne, Australia. We're going to talk to him soon. Tyler Solfest, Darren Burris, Gail Castine, Louise Dominguez, Patty Rush, Eileen Pompey, Steve Campagna, Martin D. DiMasso up in New York City. (laughs) 
Steve, Chris Simcoe, Mike Simcoe, Joe Favrosa, Ike Jones, Steve Yakin, Bob, or Bob Vinny Erickson, Tyler Solfest, we got Darren Burris, Gail Kestein, and Andy Zone, and my lifelong friend, the Podfather Ken Mills, Gary yes! Schaller, my Mr. brother Kendall. Anthony Ooh. Porter, and my lovely wife Amy Porter. Ira Boston, we say you. Scott Parker, he's listening in uh, Drive Around Houston, listening to us live. Kenny Edmondson, how are you doing? All you people. Live. Now, look, here's the other thing. I want to give a shout out, a couple more shout outs. I, mean, I, I like to go through and kind of turn you on to call all the cool things. I wanted to turn you on if you haven't listened to this. Go to, it's called the 60 Minutes Podcast. There was an awesome episode. They are doing a series called Podpalooza. Now, you may have heard Dave had myself and the great Ken Mills on for the first episode of their series called Podpalooza. Do yourself a favor. Search out Podpalooza. It's the 60 Minutes Podcast. It's tough because you get 60 minutes. You know, the show 60 Minutes, right? (laughs) Search it out. It's a combination. Dave and Tina from the 60 Minutes podcast are talking to Jerry Gelleff and American Dave from the Bad Cop, Bad Cop podcast. couple things. One, it's funny as can be. You will laugh like crazy. Now, make sure the kids aren't in the room because obviously it's very adult humor. Tina's voice is irresistible. Okay, now look, for those of us, maybe they're used to that accent, but man, I really like the accent. Where's she from? They're from Wales. They're outside, oh, and, and she's oh, got this lovely. great, uh, yeah, great. Just I'd listen to her read the phone book. It's phenomenal. But you got to listen to that. So search that out. Pod Palooza, sixty minutes podcast. If you haven't heard the one with me and Ken, you know you'll want to hear that. So check that out. Find it. Pod Palooza, very funny. Obviously, uh, bad cop, bad cop. The same thing. Their podcast is great. Um, you'll want to go out for that. Uh, I want to give a shout out Joe Polo and Jody Havnon. If you, I mean, obviously, if you're listening to the Kiss Room, you're probably already listening to the podcast Rock City. You need to check out their interview with Bruce Kulick. Bruce, especially if you like gear, Jody and Joe are big gear fans. They know their <laughs> gear and they talk gear with Bruce in a way I've never heard him talk on a Kiss interview. Really, it's phenomenal. So you got to check that out. Um, lots of things going on. Obviously, History Science Theater just dropped a new episode. It's uh, a live three. Um, you know, look, there's all kinds of things going on. You know what I'm talking about. And if I missed your name, post it up there. I, I try and always make uh, a note of who's hitting the share of every month. Like when I post and say, hey, look, we're going to be live on September 9th. You got to tune in at that time. Of course. It helps me if you tell people because it's a party and you're all invited. Yes. And it's one of those things where we, you know, we're only live once a month. So it's the kind of thing where a lot of you might be listening as a download. And you know and- you'd miss us. <laughs> and look, I think that whole live experience, look, the same thing with the expo. Look, I was thrilled to announce that we're going to be there and we're going to meet a lot of you and we're going to have a good time. And really, I'm going to invite you all to come on the air and talk to us. I want you to find out your kiss stories. I want to talk to you. It's going to be a blast. So, I mean, that's coming up, obviously, October 9th. So it's a month away. But on this date in history, a lot of things happen. Mm. And I'm going to throw this to the mighty Ken Mills. Come on, dudes. Let's crank it. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. We have ignition. On this day in history, brought to you by the podcast in the Kiss Room. Now print it with real Kiss blood. On this day in history, September 9th, 1976, a full page ad featuring the three disc set, The Originals, is printed in the current issue of Rolling Stone magazine. On this day in history, September 9th, 1978, Billboard magazine prints a full-page ad for the four KISS solo albums. 
On this day in history, September 9th, 1980, KISS plays a second night at Wembley Arena in London, England during the Unmasked Tour. This show is available as a bootleg audio recording. On this day in history, September 9th, 1987, MTV adds the KISS music video Crazy Crazy Nights to their playlist. On this day in history, September 9th, 1990, KISS plays the Portland Memorial Coliseum in Portland, Oregon during their Hot in the Shade tour. On this day in history, September 9th, 2000, KISS bids farewell to Indianapolis, Indiana on the Farewell Tour. On this day in history, September 9th, 2003, KISS Symphony is released on DVD and is shown at 7.30 p.m. in select theaters across North America for one night only. KISS members Gene Simmons, Peter Chris, and Tommy Thayer attend one such screening in Royal Palm Beach, Florida. On this day in history, September 9th, 2007, Eric Singer's behind the drum kit with Alice Cooper at the Nikon Tweeter Center in Mansfield, Massachusetts. On this day in history, September 9th, 2013, a photo shoot takes place in Manhattan, New York, with the four members of KISS wearing suits reminiscent of the Dress to Kill album cover. Then KISS plays a private show at John Varvatis in makeup and suits. On this day in history, September 9th, 2014, KISS performs on Fashion Rocks, a television special celebrating the powerful relationship between fashion and music. The event takes place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. And another historical moment of this month, 1979, Gene Simmons and Cher are featured on the cover of Photo Screen Magazine. And on this day in history, Friday, September 9th, 2016, KISS is live in Richmond, Virginia at the Richmond Coliseum, and Matt Porter is live in the KISS room with the PodKISS crew, are rocking out in the one, the only, the KISS room. Today is your day in KISS Street. Don't waste it. Do something exciting. If you're not enjoying KISS, you're not doing it right. Make some KISS of your own. And that was This Day in KISS brought to you by the PodKISS and the KISS room. We still play with our KISS color form sets. That's right. And that was Ken Mills. Thanks a million, Ken yeah, Mills. The mighty Ken, Ken Mills. Mills. He's the greatest. Now, what we have going on now, okay, one thing we're going to do throughout the rest of the show, we're going to talk a lot about the Allentown show and seeing that. But what I want to do right now is one of the things that if you've been following the KISS Room, you've heard me talk about the KISS, Room's de- the Kiss Room Demos Project, okay? And what I've done in the past, we're up to Volume 3. We did Volume 1, we did Volume 2, and what we did was we had people send in a song as if they were going to write a song or send a demo that something KISS could do. So we had some great ones. If you go to thekissroom.com and you look, there's every song that was submitted on Volume 1 and Volume 2 are on the demos page. And you can download those songs. It's your new favorite albums, okay? Because you can get all that stuff. And the bands that were so cool to send me stuff. And look, when I thought of this originally, I thought it would be just kind of fun and people would send in really kind of scratch kind of tracks. Nah, people are sending unbelievable stuff. So really what I want to do is I announced this over the summer and and a lot of you said, Hey, look, we're working on our songs, but you know, we don't we're not ready to send it in yet. So I think what we did was I originally thought maybe I would play them today, but what I'm gonna do is I wanna now extend it to let's say get them to me by December first, 
and our Kissmas show in uh, December. We'll yeah. do it. So oddly enough, today's October. Today's I'm September. Work on one there, Matt. I'm gonna night. bring some good guy. I got some things up my sleeve for the this Kiss puppy. Room in December is December night. So you got like exactly that amount of days, right? <laughs> now here's the thing. I did get two of them. They're phenomenal. Okay, and I'm gonna get you all ready because everybody out there that's in a band that's thinking, man, I could do this. I got some good ones for you, okay? Now, this this is special because obviously, you know, we get to play a lot of things for you. This is a world premiere, and I'm thrilled that I get to world premiere this. A lot of the people that tune in are Iron Fist fans, and the Iron Fist fans are very vocal about how much they enjoy Iron Fist and Mike Rule and that music, and we have a brand new track. So this is actually going to be the first track on the Kiss Room Demos Project Volume 3. It's an exclusive here to the Kiss Room. Thanks to Mike Rule, this is called... She keeps it classy on the Kiss Room, where Monaco Radio, music and where minds music and minds meet.
Wow, how about that? Iron fist. Shot out of a can. She keeps it classy here on Monaco Radio in the Kiss Room. But Thanks what does to she Mike keep Rule. Classy? That was fantastic. Now, Donna said, fists raised high. So there's Iron Fist fans checking in. Eileen said, Iron Fist kicks friggin' ass. And of course, I can say that on Monaco Radio. I can't say anything more than that. But thanks a lot. Now, you can obviously you can get their new live DVD at ironfistonline.com. It's hot off the presses. Uh, fantastic stuff. But that song is brand new. That was an exclusive. An exclusive. We love it when we can bring you an exclusive. Exclusive. So that'll be track number one on The Kiss Room Demos Project Volume 3. Uh, this next one, obviously, if you've been listening to The Kiss Room Project before, you've heard the band. I played some stuff last time. It was a band called Classic. And they are doing some amazing stuff. And Tom from Classic sent me another classic demo, and it's called Please and Tease. It's a very Gene Simmons rock and roll over album type yeah. of tune. He says, this is a demo and not the final version that will be on the classic release. He says, we're recording. the recording will be wrapped up in October, and we'll have the classic release available sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas at the latest, if not sooner. And that's Tom from Classic. Now, Wait till you hear this. This definitely, if you picked this up at the New Jersey Kispo Expo and it was on a tape and it said Gene Simmons 1976 or 77 or 78 solo album demo, you'd believe it. Of course. Listen to this. We'll be right back. And it's amazing.
That's right. That's a new track from Classic. And like I said, that is a demo, that's, not the actual one that's going to be on their that's album. That's freaking amazing. So you got an exclusive right here in the Kiss Room. And is that incredible or what? So really what I want you to do, I want you to say to anybody out there that's a musician or you got some friends, you want to do a song, think about it as if you were going to do a song that if Paul or Gene or Ace or Peter or somebody called you up and said, hey, look, we need your help to write that new song. Those are two amazing songs. And obviously, you know, it's the kind of thing that gets you inspired. You want to do that. Send me your song to thekissroom at gmail.com before December 1st. And I'm going to play them on the December 9th edition of The Kiss Room because, of course, that'll be our Kissmas show. We'll have all the most fun. And it's way more fun if you all get involved. Steve Javorski out in Pittsburgh, he says... It has a very see you in your dreams vibe in the opening. Yeah. You know, you could hear that. I mean, it's one of those things. If you heard that and they said, oh, it's Gene left over from his solo album, you'd believe it. It's great. So obviously that's what I want to do. And I want to say it's all, especially like all you tribute bands out there. You know all the songs. You know all the licks. Can you write your own? Let's find out. Again, not a competition. It's a celebration. Yes. It's not a battle of the bands. It's a party. Nope. And that's the way we like it. So it's the kind of thing where what I really want you to do, we'll I want you to you get, get your friends, get your uh, bandmates, come up with something cool, send it to me that we can play. We'll have all the most fun. And I really do appreciate everybody sending me those. I know Mark from Project Gemini is working on a song. Um, he's going to have something for us. He's sent it in in the past. But, man, I really love those songs. They're phenomenal. I mean, we really... Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy the fact that the KISS Army is a talented group. And all of you out there listening, I think if you can uh, come up with something good, I think you should. So that was KISS Room Demos Project Volume 3. And what I think what we're going to do, I'm going to go to another song here. And what I will do is cue this up. It's another song that we got at the acoustic show. And then we're going to really talk about that. I want to kind of take you inside, give you that experience. So why don't we go to this right now? And I think uh, here's one I'm sure you all know.
Yeah, now that, again, Hard Luck Woman, that was from the acoustic set. Patty Rush, she says, I love this song, and, and my brother Jimmy said it was about me. So there you go. Yeah. Now, if you sang Patty. Nice Patty. Sailing, Hard Luck Woman. Eileen says she loves it. Everybody loves that song. Now, that was one of the fun things. I mean, really, to be able to, look, we're going to go through this kind of, uh, you know, little step by step. We've been shot out of a cannon. <laughs> we got a lot of things covered, but I really kind of want to take you inside. Uh, we had a great time. It was last Thursday. It was September 1st. Kiss was going to play at Allentown at the fairgrounds. Now, look, if you've never been to the Allentown Fair, you don't know what you're missing. Now, uh, oh, yes. If you know me in real life, you know that for one thing, I've been trying to watch what I eat, trying to lose a little weight, trying to, you know, get all the perfect body, you know, the, uh, you know, get look, it's, and it's tough. Now, here's the funny thing. <laughs> Everything there's deep fried. It's oh. you know it's pierogies. It's I and look it's I Oreos. did I did break down and have a corn dog, which obviously I love corn uh, dogs. And he, then I'm thinking of all were, the best stuff. That was not singular. But see, we walked around, and the funny thing, we get there, and you know we were there pretty early. Now here's the coolest thing, and just like when we were talking to Ralph about the the expos. You start to see everybody with their Kiss shirts on, and you start to know who's there for Kiss. And you walk up, and you talk, and you meet all the coolest people. We met this guy named Mike, who had a box full of Kiss, you know, doll uh, boxes. He was going to get them autographed. We talked to him. Yeah. We talked to Holly and Jim. I mean, Holly and Jim are artists, and Jim had his uh, his own cover that he did for one of the upcoming Kiss comics. We talked to them. We talked to a bunch of people that some of them might even be calling in later. But I mean, the cool thing was. You start to see everybody, and we're walking around, and we're having the best time, and we got to see a lot of cows because it's of the course of the show. And, the, and they had the unmasked cows, and <laughs> there were some cows that were in black and white cow makeup, and there was some was the unmasked, and it was nice. But you really get a vibe. And one of the things that I really got struck with was that you really do feel kind of like you're in Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park because uh. you're walking around, and there's amusement park rides, and you hear the guy saying. Everybody should check out all the rides and exhibits. And tonight, the legendary rock group Kiss. And we're laughing because, of course, in your mind, the first thing you're saying is kiss tonight, kiss tonight, kiss tonight. So, I mean, really, that vibe. And you and I just felt like Shaggy and Scooby walking around. <laughs> it's great because you're walking around and you're having all the most fun. Now, look, it's one of those things where you really, first of all, it was a Thursday. I cashed in a vacation day. So you're at, you know, you're not at work right off the bat. It was nice to be, you know, just walking around outside. It was a gorgeous day. Oh. We had to meet them at the, at the ticket gate at 3.30 or 3.45 or we were supposed to meet up, right? So now we meet up with all of our new friends and you, you do a lot of that. Everybody who's been to anything like that, you know what it is. You kind of wait in line and you wait in line and you do your thing. You meet up with all the people. They give you the wristband. They give you the laminate. And then you march all the way across. And we walked over to the, uh, if you know the area, it's called the Main Gate. And it's a, a little <laughs> club that obviously has been there forever. And it's yeah. right on the fairgrounds you know, area. And it's, it's a little club. It's like it's been there for a while, too. Well, here's the funny thing. And this is how I described it. Because, of course, I was telling my wife all about it. And, you know, of course... You know, she's very patient and listens to me yammer on. And luckily, you're all listening to me because I love telling the story. My daughter says, are you going to tell that story again of having that you met them? Yes, yes, yes. So what we did was we go walking across and it really felt in a lot of ways like we had kind of broken into this abandoned beach house because the, there was no lights on and there was no AC on. So it was hot as can be. We're um, kind of all in there. It was out of the now. It was hotter than hell. But it was cool because we knew we were going to get in and see Kiss. But you kind of just wait. Uh, that and now, build. I want you to think about this, right? Now, you're all used to seeing Kiss on a big stage. And even though you've seen Kiss Unplugged, but it literally was like seeing Kiss in your garage. 
because here they are with the most minimal setup on the stage. There's the drum set. You see, there's bass amps. Drum set. Eric's kit was probably could fit in the back of a Yugo. It was tiny. <laughs> and it, it was almost like one of those things where you think to yourself, this is how they would tour if they were doing a bar. And you're waiting, you're waiting, you're talking to all your friends, and everybody's now, you got 50 new friends that we all just wow. met, you know, walking around. And then all of a sudden you see them, here they come. And, and look, in my mind, and I always think this, I am 10 years old in my mind, and like when you see Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley come walking up, and it's Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, look, I'm, and I put our fist you know, and it's funny because, uh, you know, and we were standing right there. Now, Bob Brodsky, if you're listening, you're laughing because I remember the time when Paul Stanley played City Gardens. We were, uh, we were in the crowd and Paul came walking through the crowd to get to the stage. And you almost couldn't believe that you could reach out and actually touch Paul Stanley because obviously the idea of being that close to them when they were coming on stage is unbelievable. They came walking right up. And this is the thing. Look, obviously, you're all Kiss fans and you know. They make you feel like you are happy to be there. Hey, how you doing? Nice to see uh, you. They come walking up, and every we were lucky. We were right there. They're fist bumping us as they came walking through. It was phenomenal. They get up on stage. Now, you heard a couple of the songs that we played. Obviously, they did Coming Home. They did Plaster Caster. They did Hard Luck Woman. You know, And it was fun because they really seemed to be having a great time. And all these songs are stripped down really in the way that, like, much like Coming Home, obviously, it was on Unplugged, and you get that well, vibe. It was the 20th anniversary, too, you know, this year. And, you know, so. you get in there with all these, you know, they really seem to be just having the best time. Everybody was packed in, and you can hear, obviously, when you're listening to those tracks we've been playing, it's me yelling a lot. And, <laughs> and it really was amazing, and you really can't believe that you are that close. Like, you're literally, you are just feet from them while they're playing. And it was an unbelievable experience. And But that was really how I would describe it. You know, it was like seeing your friend's band called Kiss at a tiny little club, and they're playing, you know, they seem to be, I mean, obviously they have a group of songs that they play. Um, but they did seem to be kind of like, hey, what do you want to hear? And of course, at one point, I yell, larger than life. And you might even be able to hear that in one of the clips. Like, they're not really going to play that. Now, look, Tommy actually, Black and Blue did a cover of that, which I don't think I've ever really? found a copy, but I think they did it for one of their albums. And obviously, you know, uh, It's My Life, there's a phenomenal version on the Wendy Williams album that Gene produced. That's tremendous. There's the Kiss version that's on, you know, the box set and everything. I would love it if they'd bring that back. Well, I, sh- I said that. And I'm literally now I'm talking. I'm three feet away from Paul Stanley. And he kind of turned and looked at me like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> you know, it's my life. It was, and it was funny. And people are yelling out all kinds of things. And, and I'm going to play a track later where you're actually going to hear us all kind of yelling and, um, <laughs> you know, really uh, going crazy. And, and people are all snapping pictures. And it really was, uh, you know, it was surreal. It, oh, come on, Matt, man. It was, I told you, we both have been to so many shows and not for nothing. And I can't lie about it. This has been the best show. Maybe, maybe it was just being with you and the people that I met through the kiss room that made it that much more special and more fun. But I felt like I was with 40,000 of my best friends hearing my favorite band, uh, and just having the time of my life. But they played not just to the front row, they played to the 80th row into the back. And and uh, incredible. And the uh we the people we met, Ty, little boy we'll talk about later. Just incredible. 
You know, and that was the thing, the the uh, Unplugged. So obviously they did about five or six songs, about a half hour. And then they came walking around and, you know, pretty much I heard a couple people on the crew actually say this was the largest meet and greet they had done. There was there was a lot of people. And they said the, the week earlier, I think in Erie had been like 25 people or something. I heard, thought I heard them say, but there was a lot of people. And I had a couple things that I wanted signed. And I mean, obviously, by the time we were about halfway back on the line, and by the time we got they got back to us, they're saying, "Look, look, no personal pictures." Because I mean, obviously, this is before the show. They need to go get ready and everything like so. The, the people up at the start of the line, you were all taking too long because you got pictures with them. We didn't. But hey, hey, I'm not bitter. But the funny thing is, now look, I had two things I wanted them to sign. One was my Kiss Room poster. Now, obviously, any of you that are listening to the Kiss Room, if you're an hour into the show with me now, you know the Kiss Room logo, I love it. And, and it was a, a goofy little sketch that I drew that Ken Mills turned into this amazing piece of art that I love. And I got a big poster blown up, and uh, I wanted them all to sign it. And, you know, each of them signed that, and I was I was really glad about that. And the funny thing was, um, you know, they, there wasn't a lot of talk. Everybody says, well, did they ask you what it was and things like that? They don't really stop and chat with you that much. Paul's response, hey, that's cool. I like it. You know, and but he's just, he's signing it. And I actually, Bob snapped a really cool picture uh, of Paul signing the poster, and I was really happy about that. Eric Singer was actually the most talkative, and he really said, hey, I like that logo. It's really cool. And, you know, and he kind of was like, yeah. It's, and, of course, look. Any of you know me, I'm blabbering away. Oh, it's a radio show that I do and blah, blah, blah. And they're just, you know, they're, they, they know what they're doing. And then what I had, the other thing that I had, and obviously if you followed the Kiss Room at all, you know the story with May 11th and 1974 and how Kiss was scheduled to play Montgomery County Community College right here in Bluebell, PA. And I have that big poster Thanks to David Snowden, because I actually found the ad in Rolling Stone, and David blew it up into this gigantic poster. I wanted that signed really just by Gene and Paul. And sorry to Tommy and Eric, you guys are great, but it's a 1974 poster, and I wanted just Gene and Paul's signature. So Paul signed it first, and I got this great signature from Paul, and he's super nice. Paul I've met a couple times. He knows how to always, he gives you that 30 seconds of, hey, man, how you doing? And you always feel like he kind of somehow is almost happy to see you, and it's nice. And then I got everybody else's signature and Eric and Tommy and they're super nice. And I mean, look, and I, I will absolutely openly admit it. Gene is my favorite. And when Gene comes walking up <laughs> and I, and I really want him to sign the poster and I start kind of, and it's, and it's big. So I'm kind of unrolling it. And Gene started <laughs> to unroll the big poster and he looked and he goes, this is an original, like this is a really early original kind of a thing. And of course I'm trying to rapid fire out. Well, you know, it's May 11th in Montgomery County Community College and I worked there and he just, and he signed it and you can see he makes these perfect, it's what you can tell by the signature, the, the way the E's are, he's really trying. And now my mind is going crazy because I'm thinking to myself, it's that same signature that you remember from his little note inside Kiss Alive or that you've seen forever, that you've traced for all these years. And there he is doing it. And of course, I'm yammering on, you know, about, you know, what the poster is and this and that. And he just turns and he gives me like a chop, like right on the chest. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. And you know what? And it was so cool. And it's just like one of those things where you just, you, you almost can't even believe. I think there's a couple pictures. I'm posting them now. I look like going I'm starstruck. And I don't really get that way around anybody anymore. But like it, when you stop and your mind starts to go, through all the years of being a KISS fan, it, it's amazing. And, and the fact that, you know, you really think about, you know, it really, it, for me, it was really this capsule of, wow, this is really the guys in the band. And, and you know, look, 
everybody can debate, you know, the makeup and who should wear it and this and that and the other. It's guys in a band that have always meant a lot to me. And it was really, really amazing. And I really appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, we're going to go to our, we're going to reset because it's four o'clock and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk right after this in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where, where music, music and minds meet. Where's Max Michaelhead? <laughs> you wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. That's right, Kiss Army. It's the second hour of the Kiss Room. I like to reset us here at 4 o'clock because we're live on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Adam Perkins just sent me a message. He says, I'm getting to listen live. I'm here, brother. Very cool. But right above his comment, there's actually a picture of him, and he's wearing his own Kiss Room shirt. When he saw Kiss the other night, I love it when people post pictures of themselves wearing their Kiss Room shirt. Yeah, that applause, that's for you. Yeah! And everybody who uses the hashtag Kiss Room Friday and puts their pictures up, you might be outside working on a tan, you might be just getting off from work, you might be driving around getting ready for Kiss, but you're listening to the Kiss Room and you're listening to me yammer on all about it. So so that was really, that was kind of the whole experience. I mean, really meeting them like that, you know, I've met everybody before at one point and I've had, you know, those experiences. I've been very fortunate that way to have been able to, uh, to meet them like that. But the, uh, it was, it was spectacular. I mean, they really were super nice. They know how to do it. Their team knows how to keep it going. It was really, like I said, it was super hot in the room. Was in like fact, Christmas they actually, well, they actually had a woman was carrying around a fan behind Gene, not like a fan. She's waving on him. I'm talking an electric fan that was plugged into the wall to keep him cool because it was really hot in there but we had a really good time and obviously like you know everybody there was cool and everybody had cool things for them to sign and you know i was thrilled they got um signatures and there's a lot of photos and people are snapping photos how about the jacket Mm. well you know it's funny now i want you to talk about that bob has a really cool item that he had signed and uh talk about well i I had the opportunity i i uh was able to uh land a jacket which was uh i guess uh from 1995 that they did for the kiss army uh they did two versions of well now everybody out there that knows that era that convention tour remember those leather jackets and the first one had kiss army and it had a like a hand in the middle with those wings now look the one the original one in 1995 it was giving the middle finger and those are the rare ones now how rare is Bob's jacket? It's one of the heavy leather jackets with the middle finger on it. Tell us the history. It, it was first owned by Gene. It was Gene's jacket. And then Gene gave it to Stan Lee. Stan the man Lee. So I had the opportunity to buy it off of Stan. So I text Matt when the opportunity come up. I said, hey, I'm going to give him a price and see what he wants. And it was low, and he took it. So, wow. And then I told Matt, and, but it was funny because when Gene came over to sign the jacket, he goes, how did you get my jacket? And the core thing was the stuff that Matt and I brought, 
was it uh, Eric or Tommy who said, wow, you guys brought the most unique, you know. Well, you know, also, I think the other thing that you brought was one of the original crew jackets. And From, it, and the, uh, t- what was that, n- uh, 2006. Which the funny thing was, Eric Singer looked at it and said, wow, I never saw this. It's yeah. got his picture on it, you know, it's which I thought Eric was phenomenal. Eric and Tommy, right. and they all signed that. But, you know... I, I, just the things that, that were there. And look, I, I you know, a lot of people said, oh, how, how do you do it? And I got to let, you know, everybody know. Look, these were birthday presents that were given to me from uh, a good friend of mine, Tony Coelho. So, and uh, I couldn't think of a better person or anybody else to go to this concert with, a bigger fan. You know, you don't bring your mom to a Kiss concert. You bring... The true rock and roll fan. The Matt Porter. Now, <laughs> who do we got on the line calling in right now? Hey, this is uh, this is Chad from Harrisburg. Chad, how Yo, are you? Hey, Thanks for Chad. calling in. Now, hey. Now, Chad is somebody we met at the Kiss concert, yes. and, and it was funny because when you sent me a message, you said the guy in the bucket hat, right? That's right. So now we were just going through that. We were talking about the experience. You were there with us when we were, uh, we were doing the whole meet and greet, and we just were talking about all of that. Give us your feedback on that. I got to tell you, um, you know, you guys did a great job of, of kind of capturing the moment and uh, the experience, and, and you're exactly right. It was, it was surreal. It was one of those things that, um, you know, heck, it was almost like it passed me by so quickly because that, while I've seen them numerous times, you know, I think, I, I think I'm up to 28, 29 <laughs> times, um, it, uh, never in that type of a forum, that type of a venue, uh, I had said to my wife who was with me, I said, you know, we, we've been further back from this stage to see local bar bands with guys <laughs> right. high school with. You know, Joey the night manager at the uh, Advanced Auto Parts <laughs> and his band. And I was further away from him than I was from Gene, Paul, Eric, Tommy, you know, the gods. And to fist bump them and everything else, ah. it was just amazing. Totally amazing. I think that you really summed it up. I mean, the fact that when, and in a way, that analogy of it's like a bar band is we were that close and you're standing right there. And like, you know, and the fact that there were, it was no pyro, nothing. Mm-hmm. And, but yet the cool thing was they were still doing cool things. Like Paul does every one of his poses. And like anybody out there right now is probably doing a Paul Stanley pose. I know if Bob Brodsky, if he's listening, he's dancing around like Paul Stanley. <laughs> and they were doing that. Like lots of cool, you know, he's still doing all the moves. Eric Singer was doing a thing where he was kind of like spinning his cymbals. He would hit it and then spin it. And it just looked cool. And then cool. Gene would grab the cymbal. And, and Gene just... was right there. Like you said, I mean, he's literally right there. It was unbelievable. Amazing. Patently amazing, one of the best things ever. I mean, and what you said as well, the camaraderie, getting to meet, put faces with some of the names or the voices from the various podcasts, seeing some folks that I'd met before at, at other various conventions or shows and whatnot. It was just yeah. it was a great big old community, and, I mean, man, it was awesome. I cannot say enough. Worth every, every dollar, every dime, every oh. ounce of sweat. Just awesome. Well, you know, and I think that's that's probably the one thing that I've been kind of saying to everybody is how much fun it is when, like, you figure everybody there, you have a kiss shirt. Like, you know, if you saw me at the fair, you'd go, man, why is that guy eating so many corn dogs? But you'd probably walk right by. But now we all have kiss, we have this bond. So it's just, it's nice because you get that chance to kind of connect with people on a thing that we all love so much. And it's just so much fun like that. So it's like, uh, now, if you had to pick a song from that pre-show that we saw, favorite one. <laughs> Oh. I think Plaster Caster. Yeah. Um, right. 
as much as I kept trying to get them to play Mr. Speed because it's you know, one of my that. favorites um, and they don't play it, uh, although sometimes they will on the cruises or whatnot, um, Plaster Caster was just really a, a, an awesome addition awesome addition to that set you know and it's funny because that was uh you know one of those things we played that earlier that version of it earlier and and it was funny because even that like you know it's something you're not going to hear them do all that often but that was one of those songs where i thought to myself okay they're not going to bring that out during the full makeup set but and obviously look everybody's been talking about this for so long is how many laps around the track do they still have but if they went out and just did that show with no makeup that was just a great set we'd all you know? love it <laughs> well i yeah. matt you and we talked about it we all the room i mean the room was like a sauna I, you know i i <laughs> felt like i was in the movie airplane <laughs> just that but nobody complained we were all having so much i think the adrenaline was pushing us that whole day that nobody cared you know no, no you know nobody nobody complained about anything well, especially at that point when they had just walked in, the energy level was through the roof. I mean, really through the roof. I mean, it was incredible. And, uh, you know, what did you have them sign, Chad? Well, you know, it was interesting. I, I had a couple different things, and, and my wife kind of uh, also was, was able to help out. So we were able to get two different things signed. One of the items I had them sign was my sister was actually at a fundraiser that was had for Tommy's dad's. Um, uh, non-profit organization celebrating the Oregon military uh, in Oregon. And it was a, a program from a party at, uh, according to, and this is Eric Singer's exact words, some rich dude's house, um, where they played an acoustic set like this to folks who spent a boatload of money to uh, go and then bid on various wares. So I had them sign that. I had them sign a Ken Kelly picture that Ken had signed for my son. And, um, you know, I, I still had never, Paul was always very elusive i've never had anything signed by him so i had him sign one of the uh well actually his solo album that's awesome and then if you think about the show obviously we went right from the uh the meet and greet and then we went walking around and everybody's uh, walking around and then we had to meet back there we were all going to get in that there was about a hundred people in line <laughs> i'm going to jump ahead a little bit but if you think about that show and obviously we had the vantage point of the most amazing seats you could get favorite song of the night had to be War Machine for me. Phenomenal. And, and, you know, that's one that's been in the set for a while. And it's funny because everybody said to me, like, what was your favorite one? When he's doing God of Thunder, I really <laughs> like, and as soon, when, as, even though, look, you've seen the blood gimmick so many times. Doesn't get but when he man. starts doing, I, I instantly, I am ten years old, and and you, it's in a lot of ways. It's I the always like it. Well, it's I liken it to the, uh, it's professional wrestling. You still can believe it's real, you know. And it's like, and when the blood's coming out, and he's looking, and you're that close, it's amazing, and it's just really amazing, and it's just like, uh, you know, the whole thing was fantastic. Yeah, it was over the top. I just. The one thing that I'll leave you guys with is this, you know, I, um, it was such a great experience. I can't wait for it to happen again. And I just, I really, really, really hope that, um, you know, father time doesn't catch up with us or them or whatever. And that we can, we can do it at least one more time because it was just, it, it, it was it, it was it, it was great. You know, I think you nailed it on the head that it doesn't catch up with us or them. You know, it's uh, who's going to give up first. I mean, obviously that's the fun thing probably what do you think probably the last 10 years we've been you know saying oh what if this is the last tour what if this is the last tour 
But man, they were great. I think it was they sounded phenomenal. The show was tremendous. It's amazing how many people that I know were there that commented this really was the best they've heard them sound. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I think that sometimes gets lost on the purists who um, want to uh, argue about, well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's Eric and Tommy, it's not uh, Peter and Ace. And if it was Peter and Ace, I, I, you know, I don't throw anything at me here, but I'm not sure if we'd still be able to get that level. I, I brought this up to Matt, and uh, here's my biggest thing. You know, you make your bed... And you lie in it. You know, everybody makes a mistake. But how many times do you repeat a mistake? And you're right. This never would have happened. This, you know, it, it, it would have been long over. Which, look, I mean, at this point, it, it comes down to, and I think when you see them live up close like that, and it's four guys, no makeup, you realize it's a band. It's a bunch of guys. And I love every era. And look, and, and look, obviously, look, I'm going to say, and I mean, some people might not like it. I mean, we celebrate all eras, but I'm originals first, everything second. I think because of the fact that, you know, I've been listening since I'm eight years old, you know, when yeah. it was the original group. But every era has had its, you know, its important High part. Point. You know, the stuff we, you know, with Bruce Kulick, obviously, I like the new albums. You know, some people can't get past the makeup for Sonic Boom and for Monster, but I really like those albums. So it's the kind of yeah. thing where, you know, and then when you see them all right there, and I think especially when we started the night with them with no makeup, and you just realize, look, it's four really talented guys playing songs that we all love. And I think what's not to like about that? And yeah, a lot of people can't get past that. You know, anybody who says scab kiss, I don't think they realize what a scab is because it's not like they're stopping anybody from joining the band. They're keeping the band going and we had the best time. And it was really, uh, you know, that's that would be my bottom line was I thought they sounded super tight. They seemed to be having a great time. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Agreed. Agreed. Well, hey, guys, I don't want to take up any more of your time here on the airwaves, but uh, thanks so much. It was a pleasure to meet you uh, finally live and in person. And, you know, keep up the good work. It's, it's just awesome. So cool. Great. Oh, that's the best great. Band in the world. Well, thanks, awesome. Chad. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. You got it, guys. All right, Later. See, that's nice because we get to meet people and then we get to actually talk to them. The, uh, you know, we were talking earlier. We made the announcement we're going to be at the Kiss Expo. I'm typing here. We got it. Somebody else <laughs> we're going to be at the Kiss Expo. And the nice thing with that, we're going to meet everybody up close. And I really like that. Like Dave Hetrick had his uh, Pot of Thunder shirt on. He walks right up to me. and says, hey, man, it's Matt Porter. Or like Matt Universal. He does a radio show out in New Jersey. Right away, he says, hey, man, nice to meet you. Like, you know, really, it was one of those things where, you know, you're meeting these people that I've been lucky enough to kind of meet a lot of people via the Kiss Room where you know you get to now put a name with a face and that was cool that's Chad Hotsko just called in and it was nice that he can call in and you know it was somebody that we got to hang out with all day we got to be good friends with everybody that was with us you know on that part of the uh the show which was a blast so uh so that gives you some idea as far as what was the uh the meet and greet. Now, this is going to give you an idea of kind of what it might have sounded like as everybody was hollering out for their songs. And if you listen close, you're going to hear me yell, it's my life, which obviously they didn't play. Louis Consonary is listening. His mom's listening. Everybody's <laughs> in here. This is what it sounded like when we were all trying to get our favorite songs played. We have two songs that we've updated. We can either do Christine 16, which is now Christine 60, or we can do Going Blind, which is now Going Deaf. Yeah. Going Blind? Christine. Christine. 
Yeah, there you go. Now that, of, of course, Christine 16, you heard a little bit of radioactive. <laughs> you also oh, got yeah. to hear a little bit of a comment. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hear me sing a little bit too, which is nice on radioactive. Now that's how exclusive that is. Obviously, Louis Consonary's mom, Lisa Consonary, tuned in, and we got on the line with us right now the winner, winner, chicken dinner, Chris Dorschutz. How are you, pal? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys doing? Hey, oh, awesome, Chris. Now, the reason why I start off with that you're the winner, winner, chicken dinner, tell us what you're doing. I am on my way down to Richmond, Virginia. Oh, yes! I got an email late last night saying, congratulations, I was a winner of uh, two tickets uh, from a contest that I entered early in the summer that I forgot about. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> oh I'm going. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm going. That, I'll tell you, so, if you want to figure out a way to make your day, that would be the way. I, I'm so glad I checked the emails last night because otherwise <laughs> I'd be kicking myself right now. Can you <laughs> imagine if you got up tomorrow morning <laughs> and checked your email and realized you had missed that? Or you went into spam and you just deleted, right, deleted it. Deleted it right. <laughs> so, yeah, so knowing that we, you know, what we had last week and what, uh, what I have in store tonight, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. So Chris was another one of the ones that we hung out with while we went to the show in Allentown. Now, obviously, we were talking to our friend Chad earlier, and we were talking to some people that were at the show, thinking about, we talked a lot about the meet and greet and being that close to them. What's your takeaway on the whole event? Uh, it, I said the performance, uh, the one to be standing, what, a foot, foot and a half away from them there, uh, just an amazing experience. I mean, musically, uh, they played some rarities, and uh, I just I, I, just the quality was great. Wow. Um, and then, and then, I mean, as just people in general, just meeting them, getting to talk to them a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, and that's I think that's the part that really I think is the most amazing is you know you get to hang out with all these people that are from you know you see a lot of their pictures on Facebook and things like that, and then everybody's right there, and we had a great time with that. So it was really uh, now. Did we lose you? I heard your phone going in and out. Nope, nope. I'm I, I'm here. Cool. I'm back here. So when you think about that acoustic set that we all got to see, I mean, how amazing was it? And we were just saying, like, something like Plaster Caster, when they're pulling that out, they're not going to put that into the main, you know, makeup set. But how cool was that to hear it? That was, and, and Gene, I, I was, you know, right in front of him. I mean, you know, have him, like, look. And, and like, you just mentioned that the, the radioactive thing, uh, just hearing that little snippet of that and hearing him kind of climb around a little bit with it was great. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's one of those things I, I kind of would ask you, like everybody was yelling out like for different songs, and I said, it's my life. What songs did you yell out for? I, I wanted Rock and Roll Hell. Uh, I thought that would be a – I don't know if I've ever heard, heard that acoustically, but I was right in front of Gene yelling it out, whether it was an option or not. Uh, I would have loved to have heard, the, heard that one done there. That would have been fantastic. But that was actually one of the fun things when I went back and I watched, um, you know, Bob luckily had recorded a lot of it on his phone. And you heard the things that people were yelling out. And you go, man, that is really a diverse amount of songs that they could pick from. You know, and it really, uh, it's one of those things where you go, man, I wish they would have played this or that or the other. But the, uh, yeah, it was really fun. And then obviously thinking about the show, I mean, what what is your favorite part of the big show? It's usually... They, they traditionally, every time I've seen them, they play a selection of songs from their new releases, and I think it was great just to see a greatest hits, you know, if, if you will, yeah. of, of of the classic Kiss era, you know, going into you know, like some of the more you know, like you know, not recent recent ones, but you know, hearing you know, Lick It Up, Heaven's on Fire, and 
know, it's it, I, I thought it was a great set, and I think it was it was perfect in, in my opinion. You know, I have to say, I think the funny thing is for anybody, obviously, you've probably all seen the set lists online, and they only really went as far as the latest that they went with Psycho Circus. And I and I never, I really wish they would have brought in at least one song of Sonic Boomer Monster. So if you had to think of one song that you would have switched out, what would it be, and which song would you put in its place? Ah, hell or hallelujah. You know, just a great anthemish tune, you know. And it kind of summed yeah. up the whole night, too. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, and that's where I'm, I'm trying to think of songs that, you know, I wish they, they would have, you know, done that, that they didn't. And I, I, I pulled out my catalog of CDs and, and uh, was listening to it all, all this week. And, uh, yeah, it's, to, to say which, which song, you know, specifically, uh, it's too many, too many to count. But, uh, you know, we, we got the best that they offered there that night and, uh, you know, can't argue. So yes, you know, I, I think if there was, if they could switch something out, even though "Shock Me" sounded phenomenal, but I really don't love the fact that Tommy's doing "Shock Me." I think that they probably could have picked something different, and and it, it really is Ace's signature song. And people argue, well, it's a Kiss song done by Kiss, but I mean, I wish they would do "Freak." I think "Freak" is one of my favorite recent Kiss songs, or do something like that, or "Long Way Down," or you know, they really didn't touch any of the newer songs. I think that would have been fun. Um, you know, really, I mean, like I said, I keep yelling out for It's My Life. I wish they would do that. Even if they had Tommy sing It's My Life. I mean, most of the people, it was funny when Paul Stanley asked, how many of you is this your first time seeing Kiss? There was a lot of hands that went up. So they're not oh, going to yeah. know uh, if they do It's My Life or Freak. Maybe they don't even know either of those songs. Everybody knows rock and roll all night. But the, uh, you know, it really, uh, I think It's My Life. I think that could have been such an anthem. I think Freak would have been a huge anthem. I mean, who doesn't feel like that? I got streaks in my hair. I'm glad my hair's still in my head. So it's really, it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, so, it, it was a, a good demographic there. I mean, I, I, a whole new generation of Kiss fans was there. You know, that, uh, uh, it, it was good to see that, you know, seeing that you know, these kids are going to grow up, you know, listening to the band. And, uh, so now speaking of that, of the next generation of Kiss fan, tell us about your friend that was there that was stealing the show dressed mm-hmm. in his very own little Gene Simmons costume. Uh, little Gene became his, his <laughs> a celebrity among the people there, and it was, a, it was the first time meeting him. There was a, a family friend uh, that saw I was getting the VIP meet and greet, and uh, just basically this little five, six-year-old boy named Ty um, Big Kiss fan, and uh, he lost his leg early on uh, to a disease, and you know had a prosthetic leg and had this Kiss uh, decoration on there. So all they asked me for was, you know, they just said, "Hey, if, if you get backstage, if you can get him an autograph or a guitar pick." Well, when when the time came when I got to meet Gene Simmons, um, I whipped out some of the pictures and showed him this little boy, and I said, "If you could just record, you know, a little message saying, hey." You know, like, you know, it's Gene, hope you have a good time. Gene looked at it and immediately said, um, you know, we're, we're going to give you some passes, and um, we, we want this kid to come back and meet us. Wow. And what? I mean, that, that thing right there was, was just amazing, hearing Gene say that and, and knowing that I was going to be able to make this kid's dream come true um, was just amazing. But uh, I, I, I knew where they were sitting. Um, I found him, and I kind of played with him a little bit. I said that I had a guitar pick uh, from Gene, and I made that I lost it. And I said, you know, well, I'll tell you what. How about if I give you two backstage passes to come back and meet Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, that was just great, you know. 
We but, know, but yeah, he he was he was you know he had a ball. I think a lot of the people, if they saw his photos online, uh, this little kid really did steal the show because he. What do you say? He's about five or six years old, but five, he knew yeah. every move, and he's doing the tongue sticking out. And his mom had you know her him up on her shoulders at one point. And he's doing the you know the the Gene Simmons salute with the uh, fingers, and. That kid must be in about 800 pictures because he was getting a, a snapshot every couple minutes. And it was phenomenal. And I think that was what was so much fun is when you see a kid like, you know, that age, that into Kiss and having the time of his life. And I thought that was tremendous. Uh, it was funny. When I, I walked him up along the front row there, along the, you know, the pit wall, and all the photographers in the pit had their cameras focused on him, which I thought, you know, was, was, was great. You know, like I said, this little kid just became a celebrity there. Yes. Uh, but I, I did put a video up on YouTube. Uh, I, I guess maybe if you look under uh, Kiss Allentown, um, I don't, I'm trying to think what I titled it as, like Dream Come True. Uh, there's a little 30-second video when I'm giving him uh, the backstage passes, but he strikes the pose, like you said. The tongue comes out, you know, like the finger pose, everything. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was great. <laughs> cool. Well, have a great time tonight. You're obviously, you're yeah. the winner, and uh, it was great to meet you. I'm glad you could call in. What time in. did you leave, Chris? Because I see it says five and a half hour drive from uh, your where you live down to Richmond. Yep, yep. We, we left uh, probably between uh, 1230 and 1 o'clock, so we're, we're hoping to get down there right before uh, 7. I think the show starts at 8, so... Uh, yeah, well, we'll hopefully uh, get down there. You know, we're outside of D.C. right now, so uh, it says about two hours uh, left to go. That's but awesome. I, I, I did. I did not hesitate. I said, you know what? An opportunity to see Kiss again here. Uh, I have to do this. Here. That's so tremendous. We'll have a great time. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Enjoy guys. the show. Enjoy thanks, it. Chris. We'll Rock see you. Later, Chris. That was fun. Now I'll tell you what. Paul Stanley actually during the meet and greet told a really funny joke. He says, what did the blonde say to Pinocchio? Sit on my face and lie.
go. Now look, you're getting those songs exclusively right from Bob's phone. How great's that? You talk about an exclusive, and you can hear me yelling in the background like a mental patient. Joining us on the phone, we got the mighty Ken Mills. Ken, Ken. how are you? Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Now, look, Ken, I'm going to bring you into this discussion right now because uh, in the on the Kiss Room page, you know, obviously uh. if you're, we're live, so I'm allowed to interact here. Um, Lisa Consonary, she posted, Tommy should not be doing any Ace songs. That's the bottom line. And Ace everybody's kind of going, songs. everybody's kind of talking <laughs> about, you know, uh, what song. And I said, what song should he do? And uh, let's see, Erlin says, who cares? Kenny says, I'm fine with it. Lisa says, hashtag opinion. Chris says, an ace shouldn't do kiss songs. Uh, let's see, Dale says, he, sh- he shouldn't, he should do rip it out, LOL. Uh, Guillermo Rasconi says, he should do out of this world. I mean, out of this world. So if you had to say, instead of shock me, if you had to pick a song for Tommy to do, what would it be instead of shock me? Oh my God, that's a deer in the headlight kind of a question. Uh, well, here's how I feel about the whole song controversy, okay? There's these things called songs, and bands and, and singers perform them. And, uh, yep. like, for example, if you go see the Monkees, if Davey's not there, which sadly he passed away, yeah. they sing Davey's songs. And if Mike's not there, they do a Mike song. And that's the way it should be. You know, uh, Paul McCartney will play a George Harrison song, and vice, you know, or used to be vice versa. But... You know, it's only, it seems in our generation that we're locked into this is this and this is that. It's a Kiss song. That's the bottom line. Well, I think Shock Me, though, is such the signature song for Ace. And, I mean, I would switch it out. If it was up to me, I'd say he should do anything else. I mean, I'd, I'd... be happy if he played something like from Black and Blue. Rocket, I'd love to hear Rocket Ride. But if he did, like Lisa just posted, <laughs> I could deal with Torpedo Bobby. Girl. Like, how cool would it be if he did Torpedo Girl? Because the hardcore fans, we would all know it. And the tire oh, kickers, absolutely. I wouldn't care. So, you know, I think how great would that be if he did Torpedo Girl? And, and I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, you know, the. Yeah, but uh, he would still have the controversy, right? I think, though, I mean, Torpedo Girl was, was kind of, it's, it's not so, I mean, Shock Me is the song. Right. I mean, that's really, to me, that's really one of those that I, I mean, even though it sounded great, look, and I'm not going to take that away from him, it sounded right. phenomenal. But I think, you know, I'm kind of right there with it on the fact, and, and look, and anybody that listens to The Kiss Room, and you're, you're an hour and a half into The Kiss Room knows where I stand. I like all errors. I had a great time. <laughs> but I think it's one of those things where, I think shock me and and look, we heard Beth twice. Uh, Eric Singer sang right. Beth in the acoustic version, and he did it live. And did it sound great? Absolutely. Does it make people cry? Sure, it does. But I think he should. There's other songs he could do. I mean, like the fact that it's like it was a neat piece in the set. But but it's an iconic Beth song. You can't is take, Peter Chris song. Yeah, but you, Peter's not in the band, so Doesn't you got you, you got you got forty years worth of songs. Uh, they could do yeah, anything but on else. On the other hand, Ace does love gun and that's paul's signature song so which sounded phenomenal i will say that when uh, that is one of those songs that when you see ace live that does get the pop out of the crowd so i mean and granted and really that's what it's all about is the pop of the crowd if people didn't react to shock me or beth you wouldn't hear them plain and simple and for some people you know, they might have, oh, I don't know, danced at a school dance with a girl back in 1976. <laughs> and, and if they walked uh, across and said, will it, you dance with me? <laughs> yeah, her name might have been Jackie Garlock. But seriously, uh, 
they they don't always play Beth. They bring it out every couple of years, it seems. So, right. it, in a sense, it was a rarer song that was a huge hit. So it makes kind of sense to do it. And it also works in the acoustic setting. But I don't know. We're, we're never going to solve this issue. I, I say we just enjoy Kiss. Because if you're not enjoying Kiss, you're not doing it right. I love how you ended your day yes. in history segment with that. It was dynamite. Because that's, and really what I always think very much is that when, you, when you're walking around, and look, even I was, I was hanging out with my brother the other day. We were in the supermarket, and I have, of course, my Kiss shirt. I think I have my Kiss Cadillac shirt. Thanks, Donna, for sending me a Kiss Cadillac shirt. And this guy comes right up, and he's like, man, I love Kiss. And look, it's, you wouldn't stop and talk to somebody like that, it, but now you got something to talk about. And he wants to tell us how his friend <laughs> right. met Gene Simmons, and they were at a gym where Shannon Tweed was, and blah, blah, blah. And it gives you that common ground, which all these years later is still fun you know we made that announcement earlier how we're going to broadcast live from the new jersey new jersey Kiss that is Expo, amazing which i'm thrilled because i want to meet everybody that comes i want you all to come and be on the show now what's it going to take to have the ken mills meet and greet hmm. at the new jersey expo hmm. i don't know but if i can find a way i'll do it i am I, going to branson i know that much, i think joe joe thing. from uh, podcast rock city i think he's coming up he might he might kidnap me and just throw me on the. Are back we getting of a booth, Matt? I'm telling you, we're gonna have Can a we table. Get a we're gonna have a kiss room table. It's gonna be phenomenal. We're we're gonna be it's gonna set be up. Awesome. Yeah, we talked to have Ralph the big earlier. Banner behind you. It's uh, gonna be awesome. I got the big banner. We'll have a Monaco radio banner. So we can wear knows. the. Oh, Matt, work that diet. You can wear the other jacket. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wear that leather jacket. It smells like leather. It's phenomenal. It smells but, like Jean. My leather. By the way, Matt, I got me. I got to bust your chops. Uh, I I started drinking uh, every time you said the word phenomenal. I'm completely um, enamored. Faced. So you know, <laughs> the funny thing, I actually have been trying to not say fantastic. Somebody was giving me a headache. Said, "Man, you say fantastic too much." And I'm like, because everything is fantastic. I love it. I'm not on here talking about math. Tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. Well, I, no, that sounds. I find myself saying absolutely a lot. <laughs> and if I had a quarter for every time I said absolutely, I'd be rich. So, you know, like I said, I'm not busting your chops, but I just, I just love how we all get hooked on a word. It doesn't matter who it is. And you know what? <laughs> Phenomenal is, is not a bad word to get hooked yeah, on. I'm trying, to, is, I'm trying uh, to mix fantastic. it up. I'm trying to mix it up. Like I'm not going to say fantastic. Right? Remarkable. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. Now, now, if you walked around saying oatmeal, that would be very strange. <laughs> well, you know, then you'd be going beep, beep. <laughs> we, walk, we walked around saying corn dogs. <laughs> like, oh, oh, man. Dogs. Don't say that. Pizza. I love them. <laughs> well, I have to compliment you guys. This is one of my favorite Kiss Room episodes ever. And oh, it's because thank you. Thanks, pal. It's because of you and Bobby and your love of Kiss culture and taking us along to the shows. You know, for anybody who has not seen... Oh, I'm the Kiss, selfie whore. Forget it. <laughs> for anyone who has not seen Kiss this summer, you're really missing out. Just go to my page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's, there's something special going on this year. And, you know, maybe it's also because we're keeping in touch with one another over Facebook and social media. But, like, you take Jason Garrow and his wife Heather, you take... Uh, Mike Mayocker from Youngstown and his wife Shelly and 
you see all these people, all of these KISS fans that we've known for a very long time now, and everybody's getting to celebrate KISS a little bit at a time. And I like the fact that they're playing indoors. How cool is that? Well, now, the fairgrounds fairgrounds was outside. It was outside. We were lucky because the weather was phenomenal. And see, I (laughs) use that word again. Phenomenal. But here's the the thing, right, was imagine this. I mean, and it's been a while since it was like this. When they did the confetti, this was Mm -hmm. truly outside. It's not like one of those sheds where you're under the cover. So when the wind started coming up, we were in a storm. And and look, we're getting close to the end, but I really can't say enough the fact that when you're standing in the confetti and you think of that can you get a bad cough? inside sleeve of Alive 2 and you're that kid yes. who's having the time of your life in that confetti storm that will never get old. I'll always be Your pockets happy. were filled coming I off. stuffed my pockets with the confetti. I have some. You know, it really, it's one of those things that you just, I can never get enough of, really. I mean, I think, and, and look, we've said it a couple times, we didn't really even talk about the main show because obviously a lot of people were at that and they saw it. But to be that close, I mean, you saw the confetti going off and uh-huh. to be around all these people that were having the best time, that's what it's all about. And well, I love it. Yeah, real real quick. So, right, uh, going back to the acoustic set. So, at the end, and you'll hear the little clip that Matt's been playing. So, I asked Mr. Simmons if he would do a "Where Is Matt Porter?" Right. Hmm. He, I don't think he heard what I asked. Where's Matt Schmeichelhead? That's (laughs) (laughs) that's what he gave me. So okay. So So now it's the match. The the match Schmeichelhead. Yes, it's it's. Where it's not going to catch on, but you know. <laughs> but it was great. I love it's it. Still, it's I love it myself. <laughs> Schmuckle funny hat, stuff. So funny it's stuff. Fantastic. But, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, it, it's 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 phenomenal. It's oatmeal. It's wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. Oatmeal. Let's let's make oatmeal the word. <laughs> Hashtag kiss oatmeal. You know you want it. <laughs> it's creamy. By the way, speaking of confetti, do you think that uh, Gene hasn't realized that he could probably do? Kill two birds with one stone. He could charge people to come in and gather up all the kiss confetti they can. Like you, you have to buy a bag, right? A kiss then bag. Just, yeah, a kiss bag, and then you <laughs> can pick up all the kiss confetti that you can, and you could just, you know, ch- charge people for that opportunity and clean the venue at the same time. <laughs> well, that would be you know the new kiss confetti crew, and you spell them all with a K, but we couldn't be the, the KKK. Part of the exclusive oh, meet and greet. Hey, man, look. Well, the area we were in, I was pretty close. (laughs) So we're going to switch gears for a second, talk about the latest edition of the podcast. Oh, uh, well, we we just did a review of the new Kiss Rocks Vegas uh, Blu-ray and DVD, and it really took me by surprise. It it really woke me up as a fan, you know, because there's times... I've been I've been following this band since 1975. Right. Yeah. Occasionally, a person's going to get bored and has seen it all. But I opened that thing up. I ordered it, kind of like, well, I got nothing else better to do. There you <laughs> Literally. go. And I ordered it, and it just blew my mind. And if you listen to it, we have John Humphrey from the rock band Seether. And if you listen to the beginning, you'll hear the joke there. But. Uh, 
And, and we also have Julian Gill from KISS FAQ Podcast, and uh, he's got a book on the Elder coming out, so that's something we'll be talking about soon. But we, we just talked about how great the uh, Blu-ray and DVD set was, and it comes with CD as well, so you should check it out. Everyone should. So check out PodKISS 125. Very cool. You know, and that's the and we also are doing a show coming up on the Creatures Tour. We're going to go back and talk about the actual tour. Nice. So I was going to say, that's one of the fun things. I mean, obviously, it came with that acoustic set, which yes. then we got kind of that acoustic set when we, when we did the meet and greet with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to get, obviously, you've all heard those songs that we've been playing throughout the show, and, we, and you're all hanging in here for right to the end. Uh, exclusive stuff, and I think they sound better than ever. I, I, I would agree. It's just fantastic. And, uh, you know, kudos to the people that are working behind the scenes for KISS because they're really making sure that there is a wonderful product and a good time for everybody. So, you know, Amen. kudos to them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For, from, from a guy who's been a fan since, since 1975, I want to thank them all. So absolutely kudos to them. Well, thank you, Ken. We're Thanks, gonna we Ken. got one more song we're gonna play to kind of wrap things up. <laughs> this is the song that they wrapped up the acoustic set with. I'll talk to you soon, pal. All right, be good. Now, later, Ken. I want love the kiss room. We Yay! all we all want to think about that guy walking across the room. He sees the girl that he really wants to dance with. He leans in close and he says, "Will you oh, dance yeah. with me?" And then, of course, the song comes on. Best. Thanks, Ken. I remember it well. See you, pal. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Okay. Now, look, we got a couple minutes left. Obviously, we covered a lot of ground. Bob, thanks a million for sharing that kiss adventure. September 1st, we had the greatest time. You know, uh, one of the things we didn't even talk about was we the fact that right, right on the uh, Allentown Fairgrounds, there's a place where your mom and dad met. Yes. And yes. you got to have a sandwich in that yeah, place. It's really cool. You know, and I think a lot of it, it comes back to, you know, you have all these memories in your head. And, and for me, a lot of them are, you know, you think of songs. That's why I wanted to play that song when I had Ken on here. You know, ah. if you ever go back and listen to uh, that, uh, we did talk about Destroy or Revisited or Resurrected or whatever. And it was, uh, Ken told the story about high school, you know, walking across seeing a girl. And it's one of the greatest, it's probably, I'd say, hashtag the greatest moment in podcasting history when he tells that story. But you tie him to your life. And I think, you know, obviously everybody's posting, you know, they, they have their memories of things. And look, 2016's been tough. We're in for a rocky ride the next couple months. You're going to hear a lot of political crap, which nobody really wants to deal with. Some people love Keep it. I hate it. Keep your KISS records. But yeah, it's all about having a good time. <laughs> and obviously, we, I want to thank Ralph Asbury. called in early in the show. We announced that we will be at the New Jersey KISS Expo. I'm going to be broadcasting live. I'm really excited about that. Obviously, he announced that there's going to be some really fantastic guests. And I mean, obviously, you've seen... Eric Singer will be there, and Bruce Kulick, and Lydia Chris, and then they keep adding names to it. And the main thing is you're all going to be there because you're all going to meet up, and that's the most fun thing is just seeing people in real life and having the most fun that we can. And I want to thank, um, obviously, Chad and Chris called in, and we had a good time with them, and we met them, and it was nice because now you have these people that you know, and through Facebook and all that, you get to stay connected a lot of people are out there. I know Cameron just messaged me. He says, we're listening to the Kiss Room while we're waiting to get ready to go. They're in the, headed down to the show in Virginia. It's phenomenal. Things like that that I absolutely love. And I think the fact that people have, you know, really, they still enjoy it. And we can argue about which song they should do and which song they shouldn't do. At the end of the day, it's a bunch of talented guys in a band that we really love these songs. And, we, and I want to thank, uh, you know, Classic and Iron Fist share their songs with us. If you're out there in a band... Go to the demos page on thekissroom.com, and I really want you to send me a song. Think about it. Come up with an idea. What would you do if you were writing those songs? But, I mean, I really want to thank them for sharing their songs. And I think it's just great. I mean, it's the kind of thing we're still having the most fun with it. I'm really glad everybody hung in. If you hung in for two hours in the Kiss Room, I really appreciate that. It's nice. So uh, what do you think? Final thoughts? Yeah. Hey, you know, look, Matt, you know, this was... Uh, it's two years ago now that I just came to Monco, walked into your office and said, dude, you're a Kiss fan. You want to come on the Kiss radio, you said? I said, dude, this has been the greatest. Ride ain't over. Anybody thinks, you know, this whole Kiss thing is going to go away? No, man. No. No, we're all 14. If you're listening, you're 14 with us. We're having a blast. If a five-year-old can have as much fun as a 52-year-old, we ain't dead yet. I'm still 10 years old in my mind. At least I try. You know, I don't know if my wife would appreciate that, but the, you know, I'm trying. But it's really one of those things where I, I really want to see a lot of you out there at the New Jersey yes. Kiss Expo. Go to njkissexpo.com for all the details. If you're in the Kiss Room Facebook group, you've probably already heard about it. David Drew from Kiss Army USA just said, who's in charge of the confetti at the meet and greet? <laughs> we have to clean it up in the studio after every oh, Kiss Room because yeah. you know we, when we play our uh, outro, we throw a lot of confetti into the air and it's great fun. So look, 
It's uh, it's September. We'll see you again in October. We're going to meet yes. a lot of you in uh, the New Jersey Kiss Expo. You get two Kiss rooms in October because we have our regular. Two for the price of one. We have our like, regular. Uh, you know, we're going to be at the New Jersey Kiss like Expo or whatever. And then we're every second Friday, every second Friday of the month, you can come back and we're going to be live. And I really appreciate the fact that so many of you joined us live today. If you're listening via a download, I like to hear that too. If you go in the Facebook group, comment on the things that you like about the show. I think that would be nice, too. You can get a lot of that kind of, uh, you know, get your feedback. You know, it's the kind of thing I like to hear what you like. I like to hear what you think you want to talk about. So it's, uh, you know, it really is a fun time. And uh, I really want to thank everybody that tuned in. And one of the things that we love is a lot of KISS podcasts. I mentioned them earlier. I promote the ones I like. I promote what I listen to. It's it's the way, uh, you know, Ken said it. I think the best is if you're, you know, not having fun with KISS, you're not doing yeah. it right. And I'm going to give the last word to Ken Mills, as I always do here in the KISS room. <laughs> thanks, Bobby. All right. Hey, Matt, thank you. Have thanks, a great weekend. Thanks to everybody that listened. Thanks to everyone Woo-hoo. who is part of the KISS room. Right here Keep on Monco Radio, it's the start of a new semester. You can hear a lot of new shows. Go to MoncoRadio.com. Check out the schedule Get as much as you can out of this. People, I love you all. Thanks for staying tuned. I'm going to give the last word to Ken Mills. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. We're a scene man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Havnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the KISS news of the week. Look at us as kind of a KISS version of Meet the Press, your source for KISS news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, KISS Army. Since 2007... You've been getting Podkissed, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your Podkissed. Every month, the Podkissed crew, along with the KISS room, brings you KISS talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great KISS fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkissed. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkissed. The Podkissed. The KISS Audio fanzine for your ears. Kistory Science Theater. The most civilized? Oh, f***. (laughs) Oh, f***. Come on. (laughs) Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like like a a wash tub base. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. And serious. No, wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're going to come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss Podcast on the web. History Science Theory. We bust balls because we can. Hey, everybody. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... <laughs> Thank you.
you'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll, and it's always free. Hey, I'm Dr. F***. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. How do I get a backstage pass? Yeah, you're listening to Harold. Grab your hairspray and your sister's makeup and try to fit in those spandex again. Join me, Bobby Dreyer, along with Matt Porter, every second Friday of each month from 1 to 3, right before the Kiss Room, on Marco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> One hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? I'll tell you something. You know, a lot of bands like to brag about their fans. Now, naturally, you better believe we brag about you, but we want you to know something. We want you to know, we know that you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations no but i will say something to anybody out there that's you know the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for don't think it's so weird maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it you just stick to it you'd be weird 